We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Ricochet. <laughs> I knew it. I know. We'll, we'll get to it. Fly away. We will get to it. Welcome. Welcome to a podcast called Hot Drinks. This is That's, episode... Uh, drinks with an A. Oh, this is this season, is season six. six. We forgot we wow. decided that. We decided that. This is episode one, season six premiere. And it's an episode like we've never done before. <laughs> no, it really is. There's homework. There's pre-work assigned. My name is Brother Jack Coffey. I do not have irritable larynx syndrome. And I will be speaking clearly for the entirety of this podcast. I am sitting on your couch. The sun is down. Right. We're recording. Right. These are the moments. That's what it says when you Google irritable larynx syndrome. WebMD is like, are you sitting on an orange couch? And you are. I'm Latterday Twain. Um, I want you to know that yesterday I told you that I had heard... (laughs) That Henry Cavill was like kind of conservative <clears throat> and kind of an asshole. Yeah. And I thought that might be healing to you because you could like let it go. Yeah. But then I did some Googling. Yeah. And I don't know if it's true. Oh, okay. Like he donates to like kind of more left wing charities, oh, like okay. environmental charities and you know, whatever. But oh. also the site that I got that information that I Googled and read about him, it was called like celebritytax.com or something. <laughs> And with an it, underscore somewhere. When it listed his hobbies, it was like, he enjoys horseback riding and archery. And, I, and like, never once said, like, building a PC or Warhammer, which oh, are the things he truly loves. So that's... So we, this side uh, is us. Take it with a grain But anyway. Salt. Yeah. <clears throat> if he is conservative, I would like him to take away my rights. And then... <laughs> never mind. I don't know. Rip out your uterus? Basically. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about Henry Cavill and other things. Imagine Henry Cavill with wings. That's what hot drinks is about. With wings? Chicken wings or have like been, actual wings? Have you been paying attention? To what I've been saying? The- <laughs> In one of my fairy porn series. Okay. The hot dudes uh-huh. have wings. Have we talked about the fact that you were like on the cutting edge of the fairy porn? Like the court of thorns and roses. The court, the court, the of, court of, of bananas. Thor- oh, that's what it's called. The bananas. You said it right. Did I really? Yes. The court of drywall screws and soy sauce <laughs> what? is like the hottest series in town. I know. It's all over the Barnes and Noble. Uh-huh. It's everywhere. Yeah, and being developed for Hulu series. And maybe you, you've heard. You read that <laughs> like 17 or 18 years yeah, ago. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out like. How? Oh, I know. Let me tell you how I figured it out. Okay. Okay. Picture me. Okay. It's January 6th, 2021. The Capitol is being overthrown. Oh, that was the year before. No, 2021. Oh, yeah. That was when the Capitol was. Yeah. 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 I forgot it was 2023. I can't believe it's been. uh, I know. Yeah. And I'm depressed. Okay. And I'm working at the the job where it was a desk job and I had to quit. And you got very depressed. Because I was sitting with my thoughts. Right. And <clears throat> I messaged a friend of mine. Her name's Emma, not my daughter. There are other Emmas in the world, okay? And for now. And I was like, and and this is someone who reads an almost like one thousand books a year. Okay. Like that it's that literal. Like three a day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so um she I messaged her and I said, 
I need a book series to read mm-hmm. that um, includes vampires and some dirty, dirty sex. Because I had just listened to the audiobook of Interview with a Vampire. Right. And it wasn't quite what I was looking for. It's a little, ref- it's a little restrained. Because a, she wrote right. it like... 20 years ago. Right. It's a little restrained and more about the the narcissism and sociopathy of of Lestat. And I just needed a really good romance. Just you just wanted some pounding. Yes. Pounding on the pussy. I don't know what that sounds like. Blood play. And so (laughs) she recommended the series from Blood and Ash, which is still number one. Okay. In my heart. Okay. And what one does is they start to search on the Instagram for other people who have posted about this series. And then you find the the fan art. Oh, okay. Right. We've talked about this. Yes. And as I'm looking through fan art, and, there's this artist. Rubbing one out. Artists who do fan art of all kinds of series. Right. And that's how I discovered A Court of Thorns and Roses. And now it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. And your sister, Becky with a CK, uh-huh. has read the series. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Again, I I just need a horny gay series written by a gay man. Right. And I still can't find it. They're right. all written by ladies. Yeah, it's a problem. And they pretend they're gay men and they say, but then, and they have the names like Damon Swade. That's a real name. But for sure Damon Swade's a lady. That's not a man. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. (laughs) Here's the difference. I have no doubt because I have read a book that was written by a lady that was not like an erotica book, but had a very like porny section in it. Written by a lady. Very, very hot. Very well done. Okay. And then I read a book by a gay man and he said, and in the description of the book, the book was called The 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers by Adam Sass, who's a friend of mine. (laughs) Wait, what? In the, yeah, in the in the book, he describes a character like like shirt lifting up on the back, and he can see the hair on his lower back and oh. how hot that was. Oh. And I was like, "This is a gay man writing." Yeah, like yeah. A, like a straight woman yes. would not write about a man being attracted <laughs> to the hair on the lower back of another right. man. Right, but right, th- but a gay man would. Here, l- let me tell you something. This isn't. This is kind anyway. Of, great book. You should read it. This is. Uh, not really in line with what you were talking about. Great. But the From Blood and Ash series right. is written by a woman who's very curvy. Okay. And so she wrote the main character, who is a young female. Right. Um, Being ravished by fairies. By, by well, in From Blood and Ash, there are no fairies. Oh, okay. But there are vampires and, okay. and people who change into wolves and right. stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but they don't say vampires. Okay? okay. It's not like. They're like a, vampire. No, they're just like, um, they're Atlanteans. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, they don't drink blood to kill people. They just sip. Oh, okay. But anyway, the main character is curvy. Representation matters. And she, you know, there's a shower scene where she undresses in front of. A werewolf vampire. What? <laughs> And she said, you know, I know that a lot of women, like, uh, I'm not saying it right, but the character's inner monologue is paraphrased, like, a lot of women, like, are proud of their narrow waist and narrow hips and slim thighs, but I like chocolate and I like bacon and Castile loved me just the way I am. Hot, hot. And then they had shower sex. I don't like any skinny people. (laughs) 
I don't trust him. I don't trust him. So just as a little warning, this episode is very um very pop culture focused. Because yeah. I have a I have a coming that's very pop culture focused. All right. So if Chloe of the Mountain is well, listening. she has better Wi-Fi now, so she might be. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I guess. Have you? Have I talked about the circle on this show? I probably have. I don't think you have. Really? Wait, what's it about? Okay, so there's a TV show on Netflix called The Circle. It is the it is the lowest common denominator of humanity. <laughs> it is the dumbest <laughs> show on television. I want it to win the Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> and a Pulitzer and an Emmy. I think because... we just because it's so fucking entertaining. Okay. I think we're in our fifth season right now, maybe sixth season. I can't remember. The premise of the show is a bunch of people move into an apartment building. They don't ever see each other. They just stay in their own apartments and they communicate via a social media app called The Circle. The Circle. So they message each other. They can post photos. But all the photos were are like pre-taken. It's photos of their lives outside The Circle. And they communicate and there are challenges and games. And the goal is to get to, to the end of The Circle and then you win money. To be the last person not eliminated. <clears throat> but the trick is, is that because no one ever sees you, you can be whoever you want. Oh. So some people are playing themselves and some people are playing... You know, their best friend, like, there was a guy on this season who's playing his daughter. He was, like, a 50-year-old man, and he was playing his 20-year-old daughter. Anyway, it's so stupid. <laughs> the way they they use a lot of emojis and hashtags. So when they communicate, they'll be like, circle, send message. Hey, bitches, confetti emoji, smiley face emoji, purple devil emoji. How's everyone doing this morning? <laughs> Exclamation point. It was great to chat with you all yesterday. Hashtag ladies in the circle or something. <laughs> like, and send. And everything they say is like that. You get every, every minute you watch that, your IQ, IQ drops seven points. Oh my God. But it is a fucking gift <laughs> and a joy. Is it? Oh my god, I love it so much. <clears throat> I'm gonna look it up. My daughter Lula Rowe and I watch it <laughs> together. <laughs> and we love it so much. The other night on a school night, we stayed up till two in the morning watching it. Hell yeah. Oh, you're such a good dad. Well, then she didn't go to school the next day. Well, so maybe whatever. Um it's so fucking good. This season, my favorites are, in case you're also watching, yeah. Chaz, who's a gay man playing himself. Um, Tom, <clears throat> who's a mediocre British man, who I have an absolute <clears throat> crush on, yeah. I would die for. Yeah. And Lula Rowe is like, why, what, wait, what? You have a I crush on Tom? I thought that was your daughter. Yeah. She will say to me. Oh, oh, she'll say. She'll to say to me, why do you have a crush on Tom? He's like just a regular guy. I'm like, a mediocre British man? <laughs> it's my kryptonite. My kryptonite. Oh. A slightly doughy, mediocre British man. Right. I'm rock hard. L teeth are a little crooked, but not crazy. No, 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 no. And like, he's not in shape, but dot, dot, dot. Right. I'm, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Mm. And uh, Raven, who is a deaf woman who is there with her interpreter, Paris. <coughs> okay. In season four, <coughs> the <Wait>. previous season. <laughs> How many seasons? <coughs> In season four, the yeah. previous season, uh, okay. one of the characters in the circle was played by Mel B and Emma from the Spice Girls. Oh, <laughs> they my. were they were in the house <laughs> pretending to be someone else. Stop it! A single person as themselves. No, they, well, they were there 
and they were pretending to be like, I don't know, Carol. I can't remember but who they, they were. were. Were they there as themselves? Yeah, pretending yeah, yeah. to be Carol? Yeah, they were Melby and Emma from the oh Spice Girls. Oh, my God. Sharing an apartment <clears throat> and pretending to be a pretend person. Is it a reality show? Yes. Oh! Oh, you didn't get that at the beginning? <laughs> it's a reality competition show. <laughs> and you wanted to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Like, so much. <laughs> and then when people get eliminated from the circle, they call it getting blocked. Every week they choose two influencers and the influencers can block someone because it's social media. Right. When you get eliminated <laughs> from the circle, you can go meet You can <sighs> go meet someone face-to-face. Yeah. And maybe it's who you thought they were and maybe they're a totally different person. Imagine if you went to meet someone who you thought you knew and it was Melby and Emma from the Spice Girls. <laughs> Scary Spice and Baby Spice. <laughs> Like, I would shit myself. Yeah, me too. Okay. So, anyway. It's on Netflix. Yeah. The Circle. Season five is not done. The next four episodes will drop Wednesday. But many, many beautiful seasons to enjoy. (laughs) It's so good. Okay. DM me privately if you want to hear specific recommendations of seasons and which which man on each season I am attracted to. (laughs) Spoiler, all of them. All of them. (laughs) Do you have any comings and blowings? I do. Today's January 6th. Right. A gay high holy day now. Because of? Well, so January 6th has been associated with the Capitol riots. Right. But today the gays said, this is our day. (laughs) We're reclaiming it from the Proud Boys. Because today, on January 6th, 2023, number one, Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City received her sentencing. Yeah. She's going to prison for six and a half years. Mm -hmm. That's gay. Mm-hmm. Number two, the movie Megan came out, which we discussed on a previous podcast. That's gay. So gay. And number three, a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race starts and Ariana Grande is one of the judges tonight. Oh my God. Super gay. That is the gay agenda right, right? right there. We're like, one day. We're like, oh, you want to overthrow the Capitol? Well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a robot murder some people <laughs> and we're going to watch a lady go to jail for defrauding old people. Yes. Gay. Yeah. So, um, oh, Kristen is approaching with her order from R and R Barbecue. Oh, that's great. Okay, thanks, Kristen, if you're listening. Um, so <laughs> funny if Kristen was listening. Chris, <laughs> like tomorrow, Kristen's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> that barbecue was I, for wait, for for Jack coffee, coffee and, and twit? Um, so my uh, coming is about well, the reason I said it's, it's January sixth, yeah. In 20 days, I leave for Connecticut. I can't believe this. I know. I can't either. So for, that's... For what reason? To audition? To wear a cardigan and talk to Martha Stewart? To... <laughs> I should be so lucky. You should be but so lucky. But I... This w- is your first... My first grad school audition. Yeah. And it is for Yale. Here's the thing. What's the thing? When you said, <clears throat> I'm auditioning for, for grad schools. Yeah. It's in January. Yeah. I was like, that is in 42 years. <laughs> I know, same. And, and here we are. And I was like, oh, I've got plenty of time Dude, to I read can, some plays. Oh, do some monologues. Find some good pieces. Is your monologue from <laughs> Night Mother? <laughs> That's a deep cut for the Please, theater. I know. That's a deep cut I for know. the theater folks. <laughs> no, but. Wouldn't it be funny if you showed up at motherfucking Yale <laughs> and you were like, I will be performing a piece for you today. From Night Mother. Night Mother. Please, if you get that reference, gentle <laughs> listeners, if you get the Night Mother reference, please my, write in. My contrasting piece will be from Everybody Hates Hamlet. Is that, was that a play? I can't remember. Oh, okay. Anyway. But Night Mother was every, 
What was another one that was it, done When a lot? you were in high school the in nerd. 1996, yes. you did a scene from Night Mother. You, you and the people in the audience were like, Jesus, Jesus Lord. Brilliant. And you played that song. Anyway, go ahead. Brilliant. Okay, okay so you're going to so Connecticut. This morning, I got an email from Yale. Uh-huh. We and might do a whole demi toss about this. To be more specific, from the David Geffen School of Acting. Of dramaturgy, yes. No, of acting. Okay. And <clears throat> the email was outlining what the audition process right. and audition day will look like. It's 48 pages long. It's, oh my God! Like when you sent it to me, I thought, <laughs> Sister Twain will read this email 148 times. <laughs> Like, it is, like, (laughs) so detailed. Yes, yes. And it's like, if this happens, then you go to here. And if this happens, then you go to here. And then if this, and then you show up here. And then (laughs) if you get this, then you got to show up here. Like, you will be on Yale campus in a toilet, shitting blood. I will, I will. (laughs) And you will be reading that email being like, what, where the fuck am I supposed to show up next? sweating, sweating. So, first of all, I may, on my audition day. Uh Uh-huh audition for the chair of the program sure but rehearsal space is limited yeah but but like do not expect rehearsal they did say in that email if you need a place to breathe and warm up there are some places available but they are limited limited. yes um but i'll more than likely do my initial audition for just one auditor it could be the chair or it could be someone could be like a janitor Dear God, can you imagine? They're like, Gary, Gary, what are you doing? No, you can mop later. Can you listen to this redhead from Utah's audition and just give us a gut check? I wait 47 years to (laughs) begin my acting career. Right, and you auditioned for Gary the janitor. Okay, so it's two... Just give us a gut check. It's two contrasting pieces, not to exceed five minutes. Right, Night Mother and the Nerd. And And then they said that... Anyone from my audition slot, which is an hour long, uh-huh. they see up to 12 people. Sure. I could get called back for end of the hour callback. Sure. And also in your audition, they might ask for three and four right. pieces. Right. Pieces three a and four. A third piece or yeah. a fourth piece. Yeah. If they say, hey, just show it. Do you have anything else you could show us? Because yeah. maybe the two pieces right. I choose don't really show my range. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. And so, and they said, if you get called back for an end of the hour... You could get called back for end of the morning callback. Right. Which are different. Which is different. Than end of the hour. Right. Yeah. But the official callbacks aren't February. <laughs> like, honestly. Yes. This is you in the Yale <laughs> yes. mathematics building, shitting blood, reading this email again. Wait, going, wait. Okay, so I didn't get called back for end of the hour, but I am coming to end of the morning. End of the morning. So, wait. And then, and so that's at six tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. And then the email explains, like, it may, when we call you back, it may be because we want to do an interview of sorts. Right. Or we may want to work with you on a piece and see or how. Or we may want to make fun of you and ask, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> You're how old again? <laughs> there um, are not a lot of great roles for older women. Why are you here? <laughs> so, anyway, but here's what I want to say, and then we can move on. Okay. Our dasher just dropped off the order. Oh, okay. So let's wrap this segment up. We're going to wrap this segment up. I'm going to wrap it up with my last little tidbit here on Yale. So back when I submitted my initial um, chunk for the online. Right. Okay. So 72 years ago. Which, yeah, exactly. 
Um, you and I were still in the pre-existence with Heavenly Father. We were. We were. Um, <clears throat> we were trying to decide which plan we liked better. Was it Jesus's plan or Satan's plan? Uh, with Jesus's plan, good. I could go to Yale, potentially. That's true. With Satan's plan, I could just go straight to Hollywood. Yeah. And I wanted to really earn it. Anyway, so back, so back when I submitted... <laughs> My statement of purpose. Uh-huh. So you have to submit your your bachelor's transcript. You have yeah. to submit your resume. And a that headshot. yours was on papyrus. Your bachelor's because <laughs> it was from forty thousand years ago. No, it was before. It was before. It was printed on a dot matrix printer. Uh, it was like uh, when we all lived in Eurasia. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, yeah. And so, um, I submitted my statement of purpose. Right. And still was waiting for the three letters of recommendation to right. be turned in, which right. I have no control over it sure. because those are written by other people. Sure. In the middle of me submitting all my initial stuff, including my statement of purpose, mm-hmm. after I submitted that, I was then gathering uh, and filling out forms for a fee waiver because the right. f- application fee is like $108. Right. And you're poor. <clears throat> I mean, you I can't am. do that. So I'm, um, I'm gathering all of that. And then getting ready to take it to a notary. Oh, Jesus. Because that was required. I got to become a notary. Before I had the chance to take it to a notary, Uh it was all paper clipped and ready to go. Right. I get an email that my registration fee has been waived. They were like, this bitch seems poor. Yes! (laughs) That's what I'm saying! My statement of purpose, you know, I mentioned I am coming to you with with a, a, a wealth of life experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, you know, went on. I was like, deconstruction of, of the institutions of sure. religion and marriage. Sure. From uh, food insecurity wow. as a child and a single mom. Wow. And. And they were like, this bitch can't be yeah. this. <laughs> so I thought that was encouraging. Um, so when you send in all of that shit. Yeah. Can they deny you at that point? Like, does everyone get an audition? If you send in all your stuff, you get an audition. So, like, Rebecca Black will be at these auditions. (laughs) Or just whoever. As long as she filled out the paperwork. And you play for a plane ticket and go to the thing. Great. Okay. Yeah, you get to audition. I was just curious about that. Okay. Like, literally anybody who pays the fee can do the audition. Okay. So, that's why they have Gary the janitor watch the first round. Right. To weed out Rebecca (laughs) Black. Okay, I just, I want to tee up the episode because our DoorDash was just delivered and I'm starving. Yeah. So, as we as I mentioned last week, Megan taking over the world was one of my predictions for 2023. Yeah. We saw Megan tonight. Yes. And we are going to share the top five moments in Megan that made us feel more gay. Yeah. Made us a little bit queerer. Yeah. So, if you have not seen Megan, stop now. Yeah. <laughs> Or, if you don't care about spoilers, proceed. But there will be Megan spoilers coming up. Yeah. But And let me just say, if you're going to stop now, it's a fucking delight. It is so... It's a fucking delight. It really delivered what we it needed. Is, it is a gem <laughs> in the rough. A diamond in the rough. A diamond in the rough. Maybe yeah. not a Nobel Peace Prize, but maybe no. a Pulitzer. Maybe a Pulitzer. It is a fucking delight. It was absolutely delightful. So when we come back, our top five things about Megan that made us more gay, we might be eating barbecue while we share those. We def- I definitely will be. Um, so if you haven't watched Megan or if you're worried about spoilers, turn this off now. <laughs> like and subscribe and come back later. I'm drinking an old fashioned. I finished mine. Well. And it was many more ounces of bourbon than yours. <laughs> I have an I I have an idea. What is it? Let's record an ad 
Christmas themed. And then we'll play it all year. All year long. Like in July, you'll be hearing this ad. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. You know who has one of the best Christmas albums? That was really good. Andy Williams. Annie Lennox. Dolly Parton. Annie Lennox. Oh, yeah. Because she's like a weird space alien angel. Is this really our Patreon now? So you should... (laughs) (laughs) But do you know what I mean? She's like a weird space angel. And so when she's like, good rest ye merry. And then it's like, It makes sense, yeah. Beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. When she's like, il est You believe it. Anyway, we have a podcast. It's called Hot Drinks. You're listening to it now. This is an ad we recorded at Christmas time, but now it's July. And one way that you can financially support us here at Hot Drinks is to go to hotdrinks.com slash Patreon. You can sign up to be a Patreon, yeah. a patron, uh-huh. and you give us money. Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever you can afford each month. Right. You know, Or I, pay for the whole year and I, get a discount. I support three or four content creators on Patreon. Right. Patreon. That drop pornography. Um, yes. Yeah, me too. Fan, fan art. Not suitable for work fan art right. for my fairy porn. Right. So just like you can support fairy porn yeah you listening so yeah. just like you sister twain can support fairy porn you, <laughs> you listening you the universal you can support hot drinks hot drinks hot drinks.com slash patreon wait patreon.com slash hot drinks three dollars a month five dollars a month ten dollars a month twenty fifty one hundred two thousand or pay for the two thousand a month or pay for the whole year and get a discount <laughs> and get you did get a discount and you get bonus things you get extra episodes you get demi toss you right. get you get our whole backlog of sometimes content. we write things we used to do newsletters you can get access to oh all yeah those. we had great newsletters they were very funny they cocktail had cocktail recipes. recipes there's a photo of you in the holy in garments ass. of the priesthood okay with nothing on underneath right. anyway yes. patreon.com slash hot drinks get it hey we're back i love gay people and i know what you just heard was a christmas ad <laughs> but guess what i was too tired to record a new ad <laughs> i said oh god we've got to record record a new ad no i can't do it i'm too oh tired my god, literally in the same breath yeah that was exactly how i said it so <laughs> anyway so we are back to tell you the five moments of Megan that made us that made us more queer, a little bit more queer. Yeah. So, what's your number one? Um, We're also still eating barbecue. <laughs> so, if there's chewing in the background, it's just me sucking the meat off some ribs, some wings. I don't know why this makes me more queer, but we're just gonna go with it. Go with it. I had Siri read a text that you sent. That okay. was about us going to the movie. Okay. Megan. Okay. And she pronounced it M3 Gan. <laughs> so that's, that's my- gay. That's <laughs> gay. <laughs> There's a Siri. There is a Siri stand in in Megan. What's her name? Elise? No. Um, I don't know. It was like crazy. Like Elsie? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. She's like a Siri stand in. Uh-huh. She's like, Elise, turn on the lights. Anyway, uh-huh. I can't wait to see Matt M3 Gan. Because <laughs> it's spelled with a three. Yes. Because it stands for like Model 3 right. Geometric Android or uh-huh. something. And um, I can't remember what the end was. Okay. Well, anyway, M3 Gan. <laughs> and it made me think of Natty Gans. I love Natty Gan. That... <laughs> 
The Journey of Maddie Gann. That movie about a lesbian <laughs> who had a friend who was a wolf who jumped off a train. What is wrong with me? Listen. It's called irritable laryngeal syndrome. Ant plus barbecue sauce. But listen. Remember when we were talking about our mutual friend Bruce right. and how you played night games, but you called them Natty Gans. We call them the we call them yeah Natty Gans. Yeah. yeah, and that's just one of my favorite things Cause, ever. Because we would jump off <laughs> moving vehicles, <laughs> and Natty Gans jumped off a moving train. Okay, so my number one. Yeah. So, I just want to give a brief synopsis of Megan. If you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, right. So Megan is the story of a woman named Gemma, played by. Allison Williams? Yes. Why do I think that's not her first name? That's it's it. like a brain block. Um, she is like a single woman, and her sister and brother-in-law have a daughter named Katie. Judy? Katie. Katie. And they are killed in a car accident. Yeah. This is not a spoiler. It happens in the first, like, two minutes of the movie. Right. And so Allison's character, Gemma... Who's has the to, aunt. Ha, who's the aunt, has to take over raising this child. Uh-huh. And Gemma works for a company called... Fibby or something who makes like company. yeah who makes like fun robotic toys and their <clears throat> their sort of claim to fame is a toy called the persistent pet which is like a pet that never dies it's like a furby but actually has artificial intelligence yeah yeah but Gemma <laughs> has been working on a new artificial intelligence and wants to build this android named Megan uh-huh. who will be like the toy of the future uh-huh. or whatever right and so Katie comes to live with her and Gemma introduces Katie to Megan to kind of help her deal with the grief of her lost parents because Megan will protect her and hilarity ensues basically. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's a general story idea. So Katie works at a robotics company. She's building Megan. Her boss is like, you can't build this. You got to build the prototype for the new persistent pet. And then there was a beautiful montage where Katie was like welding and yeah. like putting the silicone over Megan's robotic face. And it was playing like French pop music <laughs> as she put Megan together, as she was tying the bow, mm-hmm. putting on the baby doll dress. Yes. Anyway, I felt more gay. <clears throat> so that's your. My number one is the montage of Megan being built with oh. the French music playing in the background. I thought it was just going to be the whole synopsis of Megan. No. <laughs> because that's no. what you started with. No. <laughs> But the montage of Megan being built with French pop music playing in the background uh, made me more gay. It was so great. and I I craved more dicks. And I really... (laughs) I really love how understated Alison Williams was. And she always is, I think. Listen, where did she come from? She snuck up on us. Girls. I know. She played Marnie on Girls. We hated her. She was trash. Right. We all thought she was a fucking piece of shit. The character. I mean, but I kind of thought she as a human was, too. Oh. And then she started making these amazing movies. She's like, the, she's so smart. She's the daughter of Brian Williams, who's been canceled. Remember oh, why? Oh, did he rape ladies? No, but he made up some stuff that he's, he said he was, like, in Kuwait when he wasn't. Oh, okay. Shit like that. Anyway. Anyway. She's so brilliant. And she's, like, an executive producer on this movie. Yeah. So she's, like... Part of, but, of the vision yeah, and of she's, Megan. She's the girlfriend in Get Out. Yeah. She's so good. Which anyway, was I absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Okay. I love her. So that's my number one. The French <clears throat> pop music montage. Here's what I hate about movies like this. Okay. 
you it makes you wish you were a little robot girl. No, they. I mean, yes, but they release a <laughs> score, but they don't release a soundtrack. Mm. I don't want to listen to the score. Right. I want to listen to the soundtrack. I want to hear that French pop song. You've already looked for it. Yeah, they just have a score. Oh, I want to hear that Billie Eilish song they play in the trailer on Spotify. No, I don't use those. I, I don't use those other. Those things. other. I know. <laughs> okay. And I just. Let me say, too, did I make this clear when I talked about Megan before? What? Something about Megan <laughs> tapped into the gay subconscious. Psyche. psyche collective. Collective. Uh-huh. And lit all the neurons. Yes. All the neurons were firing. Yes. So, like, this is the gayest movie ever made. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What's your number two? <clears throat> My number two is when Megan, uh-huh. the robot. Uh-huh. Gets wet, her mascara runs. Because <laughs> she's wearing real mascara. <laughs> like, I mean, but she doesn't put it on every day. No. So that was just like a little, cute little nugget from the I had a similar moment where Megan and Katie are going to like an outdoor camp, like, a, like an outdoor school. Yeah. And Megan has a coat on. A beautiful <laughs> yes. double-breasted coat with gold buttons. Like, like a pea coat. But yeah. she's a fucking robot. <laughs> or like when Megan first walks into the house, into Katie's house, she's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> she's a robot. Yes, yes. She does not need sunglasses. And she takes them off like yeah. David, what's his name? And yeah. CSI Miami. Her eyes are cameras. <laughs> she does not need sunglasses. In fact, sunglasses would be very prohibitive of her eye's ability to be cameras. Right. Which she would need because she's a robot. But you know what? She wants us to know that they don't stop her. No. No, they don't. <laughs> they, do. <laughs> they do not diminish her executive function. I didn't notice her eye makeup running in that scene oh, when she got wet. Yes, That's beautiful. I know. That is beautiful. I was like, wait a minute. Am I seeing this correctly? This wait, is does Megan wake up and put her <laughs> mascara on? And we know she doesn't. No, because she's a robot. She and, has plastic skin. And I don't know if this is one of your five, but the way she sleeps at night. Is oh. it one of your five? <laughs> it was. I mean, I have like 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to but that then. she... The way no, we'll just include it in this one. Oh, okay. The way she sleeps at night is there's like a charging pad <laughs> in Katie's room. Katie, the human girl, that's on her like, um, like on her like window seat. Uh, yeah, window seat. So it kind of lights up when Megan sits on it, so you know she's charging. Uh huh. But she just sits on it and like slumps against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> she felt, just just slumps, just chilling. Felt eyes, super gay. Eyes wide open. Yeah, didn't like. She's not, like, sitting still. Like, you remember the show, um, what was the show about the robot girl named Vicky? In the 80s? Yes. Oh, that 80s show. and 90s? Wasn't it called The Robot Girl Named Vicky? No, it was called Short Circuit. Yeah, uh, well, no. that's a movie. No, it was called Small Wonder. Small Wonder, there it is. And it was about a family that built a robot, and her name was Vicky, and she lived in a closet, and she was a robot girl. Kill me. In, uh, in Italy, <laughs> yeah. where I serve my LDS mission. Uh-huh. That show was called Super Vicky. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So Megan's not standing still like Super Vicky. She's like slumped against the wall with yeah. her eyes open. Yeah. She didn't put mascara She's on. She's just waiting to cut a bitch. She's waiting to cut a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And she was not putting on mascara. No. She didn't like have a skincare routine. No. Like that mascara would be printed onto that silicone face. Absolutely. But it ran when she got it, wet. Which was... So fucking great. Also, I want to throw in real quick the little girl who plays Katie. Uh-huh. 
it is uh, the little girl from... She's dead now. Haunting... <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, she's not. Is the little girl from Haunting of Hill House. Oh, she is? Mm-hmm. With the crookneck lady? Yeah. Oh, I love her. The okay. breakneck lady. The breakneck lady. Oh. All right. <clears throat> okay. What number are we on? Two. You're, you got to do your number two. My number two... What if this isn't even a recording? Don't do your oh, number two unless you're on the toilet. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, we're done. Okay. This episode's done. <laughs> we're going to go home now. There, and I want you to think about your choices. Okay, all right. My number two thing that moment in Megan that made me gay mm-hmm. was Brian Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> tell me, tell me what. Okay, we all know and love Brian Jordan Alvarez. So Brian Jordan Alvarez is a comedian from on YouTube. TikTok, Instagram. Yeah. He often does like his Southern aunt. Uh-huh, yes. He is a gay actor. Uh-huh. He, the first thing I saw him in was a show called The Brief and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo, which I feel like I've talked about on this before. Right. Where he played a man named Caleb, Caleb Gallo kind of <laughs> coming of age. Yeah. He, in this show, plays one of the, like, kind of the engineers that are helping, like, program and build Megan, who's friends with Allison Williams' mm-hmm. Gemma. Mm-hmm. He is so fucking hot. <laughs> you think so? Oh, my God. He was kind of soft in this. No, that's what I love. I know, no, I know, I know. He, like, he has a hot body, but yeah. it's, like, a little bit squishy. It is, yeah. Mm, so yummy. <laughs> Fuck, it's hot. So yummy. There was a show on Netflix called Special. Did you ever watch this? No. It's, I cannot remember the guy's name. There was, it's a comedian who has cerebral palsy. Oh. And he wrote a show called Special about a man, a gay man with cerebral palsy and sort of like his navigating of like the gay dating world or whatever. Okay. I think it's called Special. Yeah, that's it. What's the guy's name? Uh, Ryan O'Connell. Ryan O'Connell. Okay. In that show, Brian Jordan Alvarez plays a like an escort nice. that Ryan O'Connell hires to have sex with him because he's has cerebral palsy and he's shy and <clears throat> he's you know whatever, but he wants to have sex. Yeah, we're just eating and burping no. and recording. No, yeah, we are. He is Brian Jordan Alvarez is so hot. He's so cute. It's like that is like the ideal body. Like, he worked out, but then it got a little bit soft. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, have you watched Caleb Gallo? I have not yet. Oh, my God. But I have watched a lot of stuff that he's made with that same girl. Yes. The redhead. Yes. There, Caleb Gallo, the brief and wondrous life of Caleb Gallo, I think it was what it's called, has one of the (laughs) hottest moments recorded on camera. Really? The hottest gay moments recorded on camera. Really? Is it a series? So fucking hot. Yeah, it's like a YouTube, YouTube series. series. Yeah, so okay. each episode's like, I don't know, eight minutes long or so, whatever. Uh-huh. But it also has one of the funniest moments on camera when Pepper describes having sex with some young men outside her house. Oh, anyway, yes! Fine. Yes, I've showed you that. Are those wings hot? No, they're barbecue. Can I have a bite? Yeah, go for it. Okay, thanks. Um, should we take a break while you eat a wing? Why? Let's take a break because okay. you're the number three. All right. Okay, we're going to take a break. Oh, my God. We're, oh, okay. A strike through? Yeah, of, because of my list. See, I usually use pen and paper. Right. And then... Um, I make my list as a note that I can check off things. Oh, so. like, like check off the playwright? Yes. <laughs> there was a moment in Megan where we met a previous robot that Gemma had built named Bruce. Bruce! And I said, this is Chekhov's gun. 
Like, we knew that Bruce was going to be important. Oh. Yeah. I and don't we, know what oh, that, No. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I've never heard that What before. the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. You have a bachelor's degree in theater and you've never heard of Chekhov's gun? <laughs> no. What? I never heard of I'm it. I'm calling Yale. <laughs> Am I canceled? I'm sending an email to Yale. Okay. Chekhov's gun is this idea that if a gun appears in act one, it has to go off by act three. Oh. You never show a gun on stage unless right. someone's going to shoot it right. in act three. Right, right. So when we saw Bruce and we were like, oh, here's Bruce, the robot I built. Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's we gun. We knew Bruce was going to go off because, in act three. Because tell us, back us up. Like Chekhov, the playwright. Yes. Not Chekhov, the character from Star Trek. No. no. Okay. I mean... I don't know Chekhov well enough to like <laughs> cite the sources, but there are plays Here's the thing. of Chekhov's, The Three Sisters, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Where there's a gun in Act One okay. and it goes off in Act Three. I didn't know that. I cannot <laughs> believe this. And I love Chekhov. Google it right now. Like, how Chekhov's did you not know this gun. is a thing? It's like a it's like a thing. I don't know. I'm just really anti-gun. When, <laughs> when you say Chekhov's gun, everyone knows what you mean. Chekhov. It just means. It's like a Chekhov's gun. It's a thing that you that is like. Oh, it's still. It's, it's like che- it was. It's a thing <laughs> that is foreshadowing things to come. <clears throat> right. Anyway, I want you to write a research paper about. <laughs> Do I have a due date? Tomorrow. What's your number three? Okay. So okay. Um. Uh. Oh, okay. My number three. Oh, okay. Maybe you should do your number three first. I gotta look up something real quick. Okay. So my number three, it's similar to Megan um, and her coat, but Megan has the worst wig in America. Like, it is terrible. It is it is a wig from the Dollar Tree. Like, it is not, there right. is no, this is not a mesh weave, nothing. Uh-huh. But I feel like that that was a gift to the gays. <laughs> that they were like, a lot of young twinks yeah. are going to dress up as Megan for Halloween. Ugh. And we don't want them to have a really difficult wig to achieve. Uh, any shitty strawberry blonde wig will be just fine. Yeah. And that's what Megan has. Uh-huh. When, sometimes Megan is like kind of walking in the dark and there's like a silhouette and you're like, what the fuck is that hair? Yeah. That is not, that is terrible hair. Uh-huh. Like they have built a robot that can simulate human conversation uh-huh. and human emotion. Right. And understand another human being. Uh-huh. But she's got shitty hair from the dollar tree. <laughs> Did you really think? Oh, yeah. (coughs) So it's so bad. Okay. But I think that was a gift to the gays. Because? Because they they were like, some young twinks are going to want to dress up as her. They don't have the budget to go buy a nice wig. No, they're young. They're so skinny. Yeah. No. They don't have any hair of their own. Let's just make the wig very attainable. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to get it at Target this Halloween. Yeah. And that's what they went for. And maybe it won't be the perfect shade of honey, honey blonde. No. But you know what? It's okay. Yeah. That's the vibe you get. So anyway, I was yeah. grateful for Megan's terrible wig. Okay. When I say Martika, does that mean anything to you? Martika Navratilova, the tennis player? No. Okay. No, then it doesn't. Okay. What about the song Toy Soldiers? Does that mean anything to you? Nope. Okay. So there's a scene where uh-huh. Allison Williams, uh-huh. daughter of Brian Williams, right. who was in Get Out. She played Marnie. Yeah, in Girls. Is, has this... This feeling that something's wrong in the house. Right. Something's weird with Megan. And the soundtrack that we hear in the background uh-huh. is this very slow, melodic piano. Uh-huh. 
And it took me a couple of refrains to realize that it was Toy Soldiers by Martika. So that's like a song. It's a song. Uh -huh. But Martika was the main gal in Kids Incorporated in the 80s. No, no. <laughs> no. I'm out. Step Kids step Incorporated. K-I-D-S. Yeah. Kids Incorporated. Okay. Okay. And then she became a pop star? Choice, yes. Okay. Step by step, heart to heart. Oh, okay, Martika. Left, right, left. Yeah, I got they it. all fall down. So they had an instrumental. Like toy soldiers. And oh, I'm like, was okay. that toy soldiers? The music in this movie is and fucking then brilliant. Okay. she rounds the corner and there's Megan playing the piano. And guess what? It was toy soldiers. <laughs> Left, right, left. We was that what she was playing in the piano yes. scene? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. We okay. all fall down like toy soldiers. On that note. Yeah. There are several movements. Several. <laughs> there are several <clears throat> moments in this movie. This is my number. What are we on? Seven? Number four? <laughs> number three? I don't know what we're on. I don't know, but I've already had my Yale audition. <clears throat> so there are several moments in this movie where... <laughs> Where Megan, out of nowhere, starts singing. <laughs> yes! And the whole theater audience <laughs> lost their goddamn shit every time. Including the very hot tattoo dad. Oh, we didn't dad. even talk about that. That was going to be in my intro. Including the very hot okay, tattoo let me dad who is sitting with his eight-year-old daughter. Let me paint the picture. Right next. Let me paint the picture. Okay, okay, okay. We walk into Megan, M3 Gan. <laughs> and the order of seating is me. Oh, wait, is you? <laughs> yeah. Me. You. Next to me is my daughter, Lula Rowe. Lula Rowe. And next to Lula Rowe is her mother, Tish. Tisha. Tisha. Yeah. And, you know, the row is kind of slowly filling up or whatever. Yeah. And then this man walks in with his, like, six-year-old daughter. Literally. She was young. She was wearing the cutest pink, purple snow boots. And sat down next to you. So the daughter was next to you, and then yeah. he was next to her. Uh-huh. And he was fucking hot and, and it was one of those reclining seats and he had one leg up oh god damn and it. one arm and on, like tattoos. on that knee he took his, his hoodie off and there were tattoos yeah, yeah. and you, and his and he's just relaxing and his bicep was bulging and my thought was just this straight man <laughs> just brought his six-year-old daughter to see megan who is this man he's an ally that's what i don't know this man no but he was hot so if I wanted to contact him, uh -huh. where would I do that? Do would I be like, the hot single dad at the Cinemark on... Yeah, is there like a misconnections on Craigslist yeah. still? Yeah, can do somebody write that? in, please? Yeah, he was fine. He was fine. You mean he was fine. What Honey, he was fine. Oh, so Megan sings. Yes. How did, this, how did Megan singing segue into the hot dad? <laughs> oh, because every time she started singing, everyone would laugh, including, including the hot, hot dad. dad. Okay. Yeah. At one point... Megan starts singing the song Ricochet. Marcia. Fire away. Slowly. Fire as away. she's caressing just, Katie's face. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I have never laughed harder in my life. I was dying. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was a moment for the Oscars. Yeah. For the Academy Awards. Pulitzer. Like, why... What other... So, Megan sang Ricochet. She sang <laughs> Toy, Toy Soldiers. Well, she played Toy Soldiers. Okay. And she sang something else. <clears throat> oh, anyway. yeah. Right. Well, at the end, we won't give away the smoke, but she's singing uh, Accentuate the Positive. <laughs> I don't know if that's the title of that song, but you should all know what I'm talking about. Listen. <laughs> there is nothing, like, 
I don't know if that was Allison Williams' idea. I can't. But when you're watching a horror movie and an evil robot that's murdering people starts singing Ricochet <laughs> I was so, by Sia. I was so grateful that wasn't cackling. given away in the in the trailer. No, cackling. Yeah. Um, that's my number 17. Okay, okay, I think we're on to four now because we both just did our three. Okay, great. Um so you're number four. Uh, okay, so a couple of things. When she just keeps it real. So Megan. Uh, one, Megan. what of Katie's classmates, um, we'll just say something really bad happens to him. I mean, this is a spoilery podcast. Yeah, it is. So okay. He dies. Megan basically kills him. And, rips his ear off, rips his ear from his head. Oh my God. And we, wa- we kind of watch it. Yeah. It stretches out. It was out. the only like really blatant, uh, gore I think that we saw. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. um, most of the other gore was like Megan gore and she's a robot. But but we didn't see well anyway blah 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 okay so um Katie is really sad because it's the day that this kid died I mean he was a dick right. but she was just devastated because right. this kid died right and she said to Megan do you think Brandon's in a better place and Megan goes because that's what that's what Gemma had told her right Gemma her had aunt. said oh it's okay Katie hey, he's, he's in a better place in a now better yeah. place. And Katie said to Megan, M3 Gan, do you think Brandon is in a better place? And this is when she's like caressing her face. Mm-hmm. And she goes, no. <laughs> she goes, even if there is a heaven, he's not in it. <laughs> queer. And then, That's queer. And that was this other moment where she has this like final showdown with Gemma, her mm-hmm. creator. Right. And she's like, Gemma, what happened to us? <laughs> When Look at us. She was like, when we started out, you know, before, when I was just like in, in the very beginnings of her programming, like, she's like, we were talking about Jane Austen and ramen. Jesus Christ, Gemma, what happened to us? <laughs> queer. She keeps it real. Oh, and you know God, what? Megan. I keep it real. And the I would queers for, love me. I would die for Megan. Yeah, I know. I know. So, that's my, so number four. my number four, there's a couple moments but the funny thing about Megan is that sometimes she's played by a, a real little girl who has, like, a mask on yeah. to look like Megan. Yeah. And sometimes it's an actual fucking doll is that it? they just, like, plop in the corner. So there's a couple moments where Megan is just sort of in the background watching. Yes! One is when... when uh, out of focus. Yeah, when yeah. Katie goes to this camp, this day camp that she yeah. goes to, yeah. she... Gemma does not want her to bring Megan, but she wants to bring Megan. And the and the counselor at the camp is like, oh, it's fine. There's a toy table. She can leave her there. That's where all the kids leave, like, their dolls or their stuffed animals. And so there's a, just a shot of all these teddy bears. And then just, like, Megan, this murderous <laughs> demon. In a fancy peacoat. In a fancy peacoat, just sitting at the toy table. And staring straight ahead. And then after Megan kills that little boy. Yeah. They, like, put her in the car. And then they're talking to the police. <laughs> And there's just a moment where they cut to the car and it's just like Megan's eyes like looking out of the car, not moving at all as they talk to the police. Yes! So good! Or later they're talking to the police and and Gemma looks over at the house and Megan is literally just like standing in the front window, <laughs> like straight up and down. Yeah, like not... I'm sure the police would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. What the, why the fuck is that? What is, is that? She wasn't trying to be sneaky no, and discreet. she's just standing right in the just window, right just there. watching. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, it's yeah. so funny. I know. It made so me good. gayer. Um, 
All right. What's your number five? Let's see. Well, we talked about that one. We talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that. Da, 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 da. Um, we both wrote down like 17, and now we're trying to get them to come together in a like I think so too. coherent piece. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, I think the last thing I want to talk about is just her eyes. Like her eyes, the, the robotic eyes could mm-hmm. move a centimeter. Yeah. And make us all laugh or terrified. It's, it was brilliant. And it was brilliant because... The eyes could go. There, there are an infinite way, number of ways the eyes could look. Right, right. right. But each one they chose was perfect for the moment, and I think that was really brilliant. Very gay. Yeah. Very gay. <laughs> um, your sister's gonna hate this episode because because it's just kind of weird. Oh, she doesn't yeah. want that. No. So my number five, and this is a little obvious, and it, this moment is in the trailer. So if you've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> but at the end of the film, they are doing a big presentation of Megan in front of investors to, like, invest in this toy. Yeah. It's going to cost $10,000 retail. Yes. So they're trying to get all these investors to invest in it. Right. People flying from all over the world. Right. And there is, there's, like, the angry boss of Gemma, uh-huh. who's always yelling at her. Always. <clears throat> and he... And and Megan at this point has like broken out. They were trying to like figure out why Megan was like killing people and like read her database or whatever. Yeah. And then she like almost killed everyone and then she broke away. So the boss is trying to find Megan because he's like, this presentation is starting soon. Right. Where is Megan? Yeah. And he's up in like the upper floors of the building and he comes around the corner and there's Megan. And then she does a fucking weird little dance uh-huh. for no fucking reason. No reason. No reason. There's no music playing. Yeah. She just does a little like shimmy shimmy, and like it's a little zipper. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh-huh. And then she goes and rips one of those like metal arms off of a paper cutter that has uh-huh. a blade on it and yeah. kills him with it. Right. Chases him down the hall and kills him. Right. That's but anyway, one of the gayest things I've ever seen. That little shimmy dance. Uh-huh. Like who came up with that idea? <laughs> Like, someone was sitting in a room, like, in a room of executive producers or, like, creative people or whatever, and someone said, what if, before Megan kills him, Uh she does a weird little dance? (laughs) And that is fucking gay. Yeah, yeah. That is, that is some faggotry up in your biz. Oh, man, it was good. boy, was it gay. It was so It was super gay. So good and gay. And then she just rips that blade off and just chases him down the hall and chops him in half. Brother Coffee? Yeah. Gay is good. It is good. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. Um. Anyway, that's all I got. That's it. We ate barbecue? We, we did. <laughs> so uh, if you listen to this and you have not seen Megan, it is still worth going to see Megan. Oh, absolutely. It is a... It is a truth and a treasure. And also... A joy beyond measure. And a, <laughs> a blessing of, of beauty, beauty and, and love. love. And I want to just say, as an actress, uh-huh. um, the little girl who plays Katie, who's uh-huh. also from Haunting of Hill House, right. was such a good little actor. She's good. She had to be super sad. Yeah. She had to be super confused. She super had to be angry. Just dis- depressed and yeah. despondent. Yeah. And then, yeah, and episodes of, of extreme anger. Yeah. Um, and then episodes of like manic happiness. Yeah. She was just so brilliant. She I hope great. her parents aren't beating her and drugging her. They probably are. Damn it. And I also hope that for Allison Williams, that Brian Williams isn't beating, beating her, her and drugging her because yeah. he might be. Anyway, if you weren't planning on seeing Megan, if you're a straight person and you have never heard of Megan, <sighs> you're welcome. <laughs> because this is the service we provide to you. Yeah. And now you're going to find out. 
that sexuality is fluid and it's a spectrum. You're gonna, you're, because they're going to walk out of Megan and be like, and they're well, I'm a little, a little bit gay. gay. Yeah. yeah, they're going to be like, I, they're like, I'm a guy, but I kind of want to touch some penises. Yeah, because they're they hard, get hard. But they're also soft. Smooth and silky. Oh, listen. <laughs> I need to go home and masturbate. In 2023, I just want to touch more penises. <laughs> I know. I did not touch that many penises in 2022. I touched my zero. Own, I touched my own. Yeah. And maybe one other. Oh. Maybe a couple times, that okay, one other. Okay. But like... I want to touch a lot in 2023. <laughs> I, I love touching them. I know. They're so nice to touch. They're just soft and that, but also hard. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. What a dichotomy. <laughs> uh-huh. What a dichotomy. <laughs> I can't anyway. say it. <laughs> well. Anyways. If you listen to this podcast and thought, I wish I was paying for this. <laughs> you can go How to, is this free entertainment? We can go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. Yeah. And you can subscribe to pay money. And you can subscribe to pay annually, which apparently all gets billed in January. Oh. Because when we looked at the January billings, we were like, oh, fuck. We were like, oh, did they know? Did they know they were going to get billed? Jesus Christ. People are going to ask for refunds. If you you are, I mean, we'll figure it out. Yeah, if you want a refund, let us know. We'll figure it out. We've already spent all that money. No, we have. I paid some bills uh with it, but we were delighted. But anyway, (laughs) patreon.com slash hot drinks. $3 a month, you get extra content. Sometimes when we record it. Well, even if we don't stay on top of it, you get the whole backlog. There is a whole back catalog. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway. Okay. So I feel gay. How about you? I feel really gay. Um, that's good. <laughs> gay is good. I last night. Yeah. Speaking of gay. Yeah. Discovered. Should I say this? Do I want to say this? Yeah. Do you want to put on your hood? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it vague. <laughs> but nothing makes me happier than when I'm gonna look to the side so you can't see my face. Nothing makes me happier than when I discover that a person that I know IRL in real life yes. does porn. <coughs> Wait, what? And at this point I'm up to four. Shut I have four friends oh, that do porn. Oh, okay. I know you know one, one of them. them. Yeah. 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 But one of them is someone that I did not know. Oh. Did porn. And then another friend of mine was like, did you know he does porn? And I was like, please send me the links. Do you know any, do I know any of these? No. Oh, no, no, shit. no. And then he sent me the links and he did porn. He was very hot. <laughs> anyway, it made me feel gay. What a, what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful world we live in. Why did I say that out loud? I don't know. We, we always have a hard time wrapping it up. Anyway, patreon.com slash hot drinks. And our, and our Instagram. Is hot drinks. That's it. Have a great night. Fire away, fire, fire away. away. <laughs>